0: The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston. A Gal Media station.
1: Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports?
2: Yeah, we do, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And guess what? The weekend's almost officially here
0: because it's a Thursday on The Blitz. Diabolical! Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
2: And The Blitz is on for a Thursday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, eventually... Aaron Ravel the Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESP. ESPN your number 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it. There's Twitter at Fred Bauer F A O U R. At AJ is the real. Eventually, at Aaron is Blitz uh, at the Josh Innes show for the next few minutes. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch. You know the number for that. Twitch.tv slash ESPN nine seven five, and it's a Thursday. Which means really the weekend's here because, you know what, Fridays are just a drunk fest, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Are we drinking tomorrow, too? Yeah, we are. I mean, I know that AJ's not
3: here. He's the ringleader of the hype he,
2: he is, but we'll we'll just do it a little differently. I think the people want to... How about we just booze it up with no wheel? No well, wheels,
3: or just let people just get blitzed in here and do dumb no, things. Here's,
2: here's what we'll do. I, I think we just randomly pick who the hell we want to do something stupid. Yeah. And, and because we have the power to do that.
3: And we'll put mayonnaise in it for Marcus. Like, basically, uh, let's just do this. God, Marcus will th- drink any nasty thing. So have Marcus do that and have Tyler chug something or shotgun yeah. something. Uh, I mean, how,
2: how hard can it be? Yeah. How hard can it be? We got Aaron here. He, he can help run things. And Tyler's kind of a ringmaster. We'll
3: be fine. Well, you know what we could do? We could select people randomly on the phones or something. Like, we could bring in a bunch of condiments like ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, a bunch of dumb stuff. And then we let them build something disgusting, like a lucky listener's like, all right, you get to choose between ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, or right, I'll go mayonnaise. You get to choose between rum, vodka, and tequila, okay, tequila, and then, like, whatever, and then someone has to do that, mostly, Mar- we'll just make Marcus do it, because none of us want to do it, right. Marcus is like, hey, I'll do it. No, yeah.
2: we'll do the, here's what we'll do, because... drank dog food, he'll do about anything. We'll just do the good stuff, right? Like, you, me, Aaron, and Tyler are like, okay, here's a... Here's some of this good whiskey. Let's Correct. do a shot of that.
3: Correct. I've got something at home. I forgot what it's called that I bought for the party. It was something like in German. There's, if you go to the Total Wine on, uh, what's that uh, street over there? Holcomb? Does that sound right? Over in uh, over in West U. Over there by uh, the, the Candelari's Pizza and all that over there. There's a, a whole little section of different liquors all in like Russian. And I'm like, well, this feels like there's a chance here. There's one that was allegedly a tequila vodka hybrid in a soccer ball so things like that seem like they could be fun
2: yeah i uh and i have a, f- a couple friends working on this uh chinese drink that's supposedly awful so hopefully don't they we'll just
3: have put pp in the coke isn't that the uh, thing?
2: i think so i don't know
3: no that's not how that works
2: uh, i thought the-
3: that, i heard that somewhere so yeah. third grade that's, i guess that's false information i was given uh,
2: let's see if I, I can see what it's uh, called Baiju.
3: But, Baiju, yeah, well, Baiju.
2: I have I have, uh, a neighbor who goes to China all the time, but obviously can't right now during the Rona. So he was gonna because it's he was telling me that like the really rich Chinese get the good stuff. Yes. it's just like it's just like America, and the, the poor people get the really ratty. stuff. Are there
3: poor Chinese people? Apparently, I guess in China there are poor Chinese people. In America, they don't exist. Only the highest end wealthy Chinese people are, or Asian people in general. Find themselves in America. The best of the best of the best end up here. You never see poor Asian people. How often is the panhandler on the corner Asian? Answer never. Because Asian people are awesome.
2: I saw one for the first time after I heard you say that on air. Uh, It's the first time I've ever seen one. And I meant to tell you about it because that. It's
3: like seeing a Sasquatch, really.
2: Yeah. Like, hey, here's my picture of
3: the Loch Ness Monster, or in our case, a picture of a poor Asian fella. You don't see it. I'm kind of worried about AJ. Yeah. like Is it weird that I'm kind of worried? Like, I, he's
1: not around here anywhere. He usually leaves to get tea, but I no one's heard. You haven't heard from him? No. I haven't mm-hmm. seen him. His office is open, what? so his laptop is in there. So, I don't know.
3: Hmm. Maybe yeah. he's doing I mean, if you were very... going, he would just say you're dead the whole right, time. So, right. maybe he's dead. Maybe it, he's
1: doing some pre-interview help on uh, D and Wayne Siren. I'm concerned. I don't have my headphones on, so I didn't yeah. hear yeah, you. Yeah, you can't. I'm
2: just going it's with okay. the most
3: generic response oh, to yeah, that. You, I can you, give like, so,
2: I'm worried. So, are they going to be on? Uh, They'll Tra- be on
1: Trey's podcast. Uh, hey, they're
2: cool people. I've uh, I've hung out with them before, so uh, check it out when you get a chance. Um, We're big with local porn celebrities.
3: Hey, we had a question. Like, do, like, so uh, we had a discussion about this gal named Alice Little, who is like the highest earning prostitute in Vegas, apparently, and she's not happy. She's suing. Because months ago they said brothels couldn't stay open, and now they can open up, and it cost her tons of money. Is the preferred nomenclature should it be prostitute or sex worker?
2: Sex worker. See,
3: I disagree because sex worker to me sounds like someone's like putting you in like a crate and shipping you down to Mexico for people to do filthy things to you. I know what a prostitute is. A prostitute's there to make whoopie. That's why prostitutes exist, right? Like I know I don't think there's not a negative connotation with prostitute. You're a prostitute. I know what you are, I know what you do, and that's fine. Sex worker feels dirty to me.
2: Feels See, I, I always like the uh, Sopranos thing. She's a hua. A hua. Yeah. So, no, I but um, remember our buddy Beth, who used to do the show, do, do uh, a, a spot with us on the show, was very adamant that, because uh, she interviewed a hua, and she wanted to be known as a sex worker.
1: So... I I don't like calling them sex workers because they say if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Oh. But to them, maybe they don't love it because it's work. That's not fun, then. Because, like, radio, right? I feel like Like, you should love it if you're going to do that.
3: Sure. But, no, I love radio, but sometimes you you get angry or bored with it. Like, I can imagine having sex every day is probably not the greatest thing ever. Maybe, I mean, I'll take once a month.
1: I mean, you can do the research and let us know <laughs> every day <laughs> tell jilly yeah. for yeah. the radio station yeah. we need to know
3: ladies and gentlemen aj is here he is alive. He's, Damn. alive he's not dead he looks dead look at i guess i gotta move he, he kind of looks like it a zombie like sex
1: in there now. anyway
2: that's a taste of what you'll get tomorrow when uh josh does the whole show so uh yeah all right so uh now you can reach him at aj is the real on twitter because he's here and uh thanks to josh for for filling in and Talking about sex workers. It's pretty much not where I thought the show was going to go today, but that's okay. It was fun. How about we turn his microphone on?
4: There that wasn't go. in the uh... wasn't in the rundown. <laughs> okay.
2: No. Um, I had Jesus Easterby. I had an NFL playoff picture. I had odds. I had uh, Brad Powers. I had Taylor McCarg. I had uh, um, the producer hating the Joker. I had a bunch of stuff. I, and that's just the first line, but did not have sex workers on there. Well, there you go everything
4: okay you're alive i'm alive yeah i was in a meeting with todd and i guess we both lost track of time that can happen yeah so um not ideal but you know i'm here now but
2: you know what that that's because you've got teammates who will uh fill in and catch touchdown passes when you're on the bench it's that simple yeah that's so uh, (laughs) josh josh more than willing to sit in for a few minutes and always fun I'm, i'm looking forward to tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna be stupid uh we will do happy hour uh we'll, we'll we'll do it differently though. We're going to be more like dictators as opposed to the communism you do with the wheel.
4: It's well it's not communism with the wheel. It, it, well I guess it is. It, it kind
2: of is. An it, uh, yeah, we're not going to do it that way. We're going to do We're going to be Marxists. Aaron, Aaron myself, Josh, and Tyler are going to just determine who does what. Wow. So you're like
4: Kim Jong Un. Exactly. Okay. Yeah.
1: We're in the we're in the circle of power with him and if the second he thinks that we're getting too powerful <laughs> You're out of the circle. I'm just going to make you start doing something. Exactly. What do they call? What do they call that? Uh, that Hitler
4: thing? What was it called? The circle. The circle, of, circle evil? of evil. That's yeah. us. You guys are the circle of evil. We are
2: the circle of evil. Although we don't kill people, and you know, we don't we don't commit genocide, but we will get people drunk. So there you are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, texture's responding to the sex worker talk, but uh, so let's uh let's get caught up. The Story of the day, which we don't really have time to yeah, get, we'll get into, into in this the next segment. segment we'll, we'll do it next segment, but uh, the S.I. piece on Jesus Easterby, which uh, I, I I thought was interesting, but I also there's some grain of salt stuff in there. Not that I'm I'm going to defend the guy, but there's also nothing in there that <laughs> surprises me.
4: I thought it was really well done with the Game of Thrones references. Oh,
2: that that was very well. done. I, although and, I don't see him as Littlefinger, because I they, do. Well, may, in terms of his manipulation. Well, but he Littlefinger didn't have charisma. He didn't. He didn't win people over by being charismatic.
4: No, I get it. That but, was
2: Jon Snow. But what? And he, then Jon Snow manipulated everybody.
4: But what Littlefinger did was he was a guy who had really no claim to any kind of power, yet somehow finagled his way into positions of power where he had influence over powerful right. people. And that's how it varies. I mean, the spider did yeah, the same, same thing. Same thing. But yeah. Th- but that's a. I thought it was a really apt. Reference. I, I, like, I thought
2: the better one was uh, O'Brien as King Joffrey. That's a really great. That's one. the best one. Yeah, yeah. But
4: um, and Brian Gain is Rob Stark. Yep. Like he, t- yep. I mean, what's never wild.
2: never lost a battle. Yep. Still got whacked. Sorry. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones, that's your own fault. But yeah, that that I thought was kind of fun. Uh, but I I don't think Littlefinger's quite perfect because this guy uses charisma to win people over and then manipulate them. Based on what the story said, which I, I completely believe. All right, we'll talk about that when we come back. We've got a lot of other great stuff to get to today. It is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5.
0: The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz.
4: Did you uh, did you address the fact that Twitch has ads now? I have not. No, okay, figured I figured I'd let you do that. It. Yeah, um, yeah. So we are now uh, an affiliated uh, a, a Twitch affiliate station. We we've had some we've we've, we've had some good success with Twitch, and they're going to try and grow us even more. Um, but with that comes well, you get too many of you are watching, and now we've got ads from <laughs> from Amazon coming down the chain. Now here's what I will ask you guys to do. Uh, I, I, I mean listen, I, I'm not gonna ask you guys to, uh, to to pay it's like five bucks a month to have ad free to be a subscriber. I'm not asking you guys to do that. What I am asking you to do if you're an Amazon Prime member, you you get a free subscription on Twitch. So if you are that, use that use that sub, uh, that subscription and subscribe. And you you get to I mean you'll get it for free to be a subscriber. We're also gonna have some perks for subscribers down the road. When Rona times are over, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have subscribers in for happy hour. Uh, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be a good time. But yeah, this is uh this is the new Twitch. The a, Amazon is making money off you guys. We don't uh we don't get to choose what ads you see, but if you are a subscriber, you get ad free content.
2: It just reminds me of that Social Dilemma again. We're all seeing different ads. That Netflix show. Yeah, yep. Yeah.
4: That's a crazy show, dude.
2: It is. and You know, and it's funny. It's got me thinking about a lot of stuff. Like, uh, I'm watching Netflix, and they've got a little thumbs up or thumbs down for the show I was watching so that they can better figure out what I would be interested in. I'm kind of like, do I want them to know that I watched Hitler's Circle of Evil? Do, <laughs> do I really want them to know that I like that? Because that's, you know... That's information that I don't think I need out there. Yeah. Somebody said uh, on the text line, circle of slightly lesser evil. Right. I prefer circle of chaos because, as the Joker said, the thing about chaos, it's fair. Yeah. So mischief. Circle of mischief. Okay. I wouldn't call us evil per se. Anyway, so the Jack Easterby story, if you haven't had a chance to read it, it's very long. And, in fact, I think it's way too long. But it's uh, it's pretty damning in terms of uh, what it says about the guy. And, you know, we've always talked about how this guy's mysterious because he never really talks. Boy, don't you think you'd want to talk after this?
4: It seems, yeah. And he, I mean, he put out a statement basically saying like, if I, if I have to, what if I have to go and earn people's trust, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to do that. Well, what does that say? Okay. It yeah, doesn't <laughs> tell me much but i think and john and i kind of discussed this on a uh, a sports map video today it's kind of good timing if you're the texans this is you may have been you may have been done a favor here because what you've done is you've let every gm candidate and every head coach candidate know that this guy can't be trusted and i think what it's going to do is it's going to force cal's hand yeah And well, and I think that was
2: the point of the people talking was to force Cal's hand.
4: Well, it's easy to forget that Bill O'Brien is the one who brought Jack Easterby here. Like he's the one who said, hey, this guy can help our organization. And he brought him in and he entrenched him. It's almost like uh, Donnie Brasco. I mean, he brought him in. He said, this, this is my guy. This is my guy Donnie when they
0: open up the books
4: and then Donnie takes them all down. It's like, dude, how could you do this to me? But <laughs> that's that's like the that's what's happened here is like really the last guy that was that has Bill O'Brien, the last mistake that Bill O'Brien's made that no one really talked about as a Bill O'Brien mistake cuz all the oh our drafts are are screwed for the next 3 years. That oh, sucks oh, our cap is screwed because we're paying a bunch of guys a bunch of money they don't need. Uh, everything's screwed. No one talks about, well, we're screwed also because Bill's the guy who brought Jack Easterby. It's just another tick on the the cons list of Bill O'Brien. But for some reason, Cal took a liking to him. He took a shine to old Jack, and now, you know, Jack's got a place at the table. For how long, I don't know, especially now. I, I, I do think that this is, like, if you were the best GM or the best coach and you read that article would you want to come here and work under that
2: I'd be having with that a, cloud hanging over I'd be having an awful hard conversation with the owner what but would that conversation say my conversation would be okay I want to know what this guy's role is uh, how much of this is true uh, how much influence is he going to have because if he's uh, if he's going to be doing my job for me because I'm not afraid of somebody stabbing me in the back, because you know people have been trying that for years. I stab back, uh, so I'm not too worried about that kind of stuff. Uh, because you know, I I would do what some of these people do. I'd leak all kinds of stuff to the media if I wanted to. But you know, that's uh, but I would definitely have a hard conversation with the owner. And say, Look, I don't want to come here if uh, this guy's going to be giving speeches before the games. That's my job. Yeah, uh, or that's if I'm the head coach. And if I'm the GM, I'm going to be like, you know, I, I don't want him. You know, sure, he can make suggestions on nutrition and stuff. And if he wants to help them in their personal lives, great. But he ain't conducting practices. No, That's Eric Biennemi's job. Yeah. So it's a very odd. It's it's a really odd situation, honestly. And, you know, in, in this story, well, I, I have to say, here, here's where I'm a little bit skeptical of some things. A lot of this sounds like it came right from Bill O'Brien. Especially trying to deflect the Hopkins trade to uh, Easterby, Um, so I take that with a grain of salt. But I don't think all of it came from there. No, and that's excuse me. That's where I uh, I think I don't think all of this is true. But if any of it's true, you got to get rid of that guy. Yeah, and I mean he's already because me, now he's put a stink on your organization. Well, not like that. Here's 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 the real problem. You you've risen to power in a very public organization and you're not a public person. Right. And if especially with sports teams, you know guys like that have to be in front of the media. I mean, that's that's part of the gig. When you're trying to hide things and clearly, you know, if you're not talking, if you're not out there in front of this, you're hiding stuff then that kind of backs up everything that it says about the guy being a manipulator because that's what manipulators do that's what con men do and i've always thought of bill o'brien as a bit of a con man he got out conned. so it's a great line at the end of uh, digstown uh, never hustle a hustler it's like no you never con a con man especially when he's better than you and yeah and and i you know i make fun of the whole jesus easter thing but there's a lot of people that use faith to manipulate that's why you got Kenneth Copeland out there making billions. That's why you got a guy, guys on private jets, and I think that's unfair to members of uh, of of you know pastors and people like that who are doing things in their community for their people and not trying to get rich off of it. Right. Which I think is the bulk of stuff. Uh, but then there's there's Joel Osteen's who are billionaires. I, that doesn't happen just by you know going out and having a message. And I have a real problem with. Like, now, if I owned a business where I was selling Bibles, I'd want Jack Easterby. <laughs> but if I have a, a football team in a billion dollar business, I, do, I don't want, I mean, I want people to have the option to go to a team chaplain. I think that's perfectly fine, but I don't want a guy who's bringing that to everything. Because that can be poisonous. And, you know, I, and I'm not going to make fun of, of the guy's faith or any of that stuff. And I think that's part of it is Cal's totally into that. But you know, it also means you're kind of forcing it on a bunch of people who don't want it, and that's where you get personality conflicts, and that's why you trade the best receiver in the history of the organization. Yeah. And, sorry, Andre. I I would say DeAndre greater than Andre. It's close.
4: I I think it's close. I I think it's easy to say that He won't have a better
2: Texans career because he won't be here long.
4: Right. It's easy to say that now because it's so fresh on our minds, but Andre was dominant. He was. I mean... Andre just played at a time where, you know, he his his real peers were Julio Jones and Calvin Johnson, who he wasn't better than,
2: and Larry Fitzgerald, yeah, and who's still out there. But it, I mean,
4: it. honestly, Larry Fitzgerald, I don't I don't know that Andre was wasn't better than Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald was just able to do it for longer at a high level than Andre was. Um, but I don't know that, and I don't know that there's a receiver out there that you can say with certainty. Is better than DeAndre Hopkins right now, anyway.
2: Right, right.
4: You know, a couple of years ago, I was still saying yeah, Julio's better than him. Um, yeah. I mean, there is some guys you can make an argument for, but it, it, it's it, so that that would be an argument for DeAndre is that you, you there is a real good argument that he's the best receiver in the league, and Andre Johnson never really was. I, well. I
2: think he had a couple years where you could have could have made that argument that you know because he did have some amazing seasons, but I, I think over his career, you you had a better. Yeah, you know, it's like we talked about with gambling. You got more data with him. Yeah. So, uh, but either way, yeah, you know, that, to me, that trade ended Bill O'Brien's life here, which, you know, it, was it worth it? Mm-hmm. Don't think so. But uh, if he was as involved in it as it appears he was from this, then that guy needs to go to, period, just for that reason. I mean, for no other reason than you gave away DeAndre Hopkins for nothing. And if you really decided you needed to trade him and that's the best you could do, you're incompetent. Yep. And plus, if you're spying on, play, which I believe the spying on players thing, uh, I've, I've heard that from a couple people. It's such a weird thing. Well, it's like, oh, well, these guys are all smoking weed. So what? So what?
4: Guess what? Doesn't make you a bad person if no. you smoke weed. Well, but if you're Jack Easterby, maybe he thinks it does.
2: Well, you know, as a as a character coach, I love that phrase, by the way, character coach. Yeah. Um, aren't you a better coach if you adjust to the talent that you have as opposed to I'm going to change you into this? Yeah. How many times have I said that? So uh, somebody asked, will Mama McNair come to a point where she's fed, fed up and starts taking over.
4: I, honestly, I would rather her have more say in the hiring of people than Cal. Uh, let me tell you something. She's a smart
2: lady. Yeah. Uh, and I uh, met her several times over the years, and she's she's a uh, sharp. She's she's smart. She cares about people. Uh, but, you know, she's got a little bit of that I want to win in her. And uh, I think, you know, I, I, I just don't know if she's interested in doing it at this stage of her life. I mean, I think she maybe just wants to Enjoy all that money and chill. Yep. But, um, but yeah, I, I, now, and I do think that whenever you have a piece like this, somebody wants to get this out. And, you know, maybe, maybe, can I, can I conspiracy theory for you? Sure. Cal McNair did it so he'd have an excuse to get rid of him. Well, there you go. Ooh. Doo, 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 doo. Now, I don't think that happened, but I do think. Uh and I'm I'm sure that this PR person that they fired probably had something to do with it. I'm guessing I'm guessing that whole not an organizational fit thing had to do with Easterby. I've heard of other stuff, but um but yeah, uh, it's I I it's a damning story. It makes them look bad, but I think the timing is pretty good because now if you have to look at it and say, dude, we've got we've got to chop the head off this snake right now. And or else it's gonna tear up the whole garden yep which may it you know and it's it's already torn up a lot of the garden but I but I got to give him credit for one thing he did get rid of O'Brien boy the guy who brought you the guy who brought you in I tell you all right uh, well guys if you are in need of a lawyer there's only one guy to call that's my man lawyer Dave and he he handles all kinds of accidents he does personal injury if you slip and fall you got workplace accidents you're in a car accident. 18-wheeler, any of those, he'll take care of you. He also uh, deals with hospital negligence uh, or doctors. If if you get bad advice from them, he can help you with that. And and he practices everywhere in Texas. And here's the best part. If you give him a call, he's not going to charge you for the consultation. It's free. If it's not something he handles, he'll put you with somebody who does. And he just loves talking to the blitzers. So if you've got a legal question at all, you can just give him a call, and he'll answer it. And he doesn't get a dime until he wins. And that means you win. And the cool thing is, if you need medical attention, they're going to take care of that for you. If he takes your case, you're not paying a thing out of your pocket until you win. Give him a call, 713-626-8900, or on Twitter at lawyer Dave Law, or you can go to LawyerDave.com, or you can hit me up on Twitter or via email, and I will get you the information. El Tigre, Tejano. Need a lawyer? Better dial Dave. Yes, Baby, my promise, i ain't won.
1: A research and innovation
0: innovation map is the new voice of innovation in houston pretty cool huh morty covering startups tech energy health social impact and more visit innovationmap.com today do it now do it do it do it now The Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5 live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back
2: on The Blitz. This hey guys, text the show about once a year at this time. Thoughts on Army Navy this week. First time held at West Point since World War Two. Um, we've got Brad Powers at 530 today. We'll ask him from a gambling standpoint. And uh, Taylor at six, uh, former Rice quarterback, and and it might come up with him too. So stay tuned to the show. And we've got our great college football guest today.
1: I will say the new uniforms that they rolled out for this year are amazing looking. Really? Oh, yeah. I think I sent them to you a couple weeks ago. They they are cool this year. Which, they're always cool. They always go above and beyond for these uniforms, for all these Armed Force games. But Army-Navy uniforms this year, unbelievable. Is that where my tax
2: dollars are going?
1: <laughs> I'll be honest. It feels weird having Army-Navy on
4: like a normal week.
2: Yeah, it, it always, I mean, well, obviously this is a year where nothing's normal. Right. But it was. Oh, I always loved that it. it was basically Heisman Day and Army-Navy. There was nothing else. So, yeah. I guess people are having some issues getting subscribed with Prime. It, it, you'll get it figured out. I'll 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 do it at some point, just not during the show. We've
1: got some guys that are posting videos and stuff on how to get it linked to your Amazon account and stuff like that. Cool. Just you can go through the chat and find some of our experts and some of the really advanced Twitchers that have gone through and posted. Hey, if you do this, this, and this, you can link it together.
2: Yeah. So, anyway, it's just uh, it it'll take some getting used to, but you know that's that's uh that's what happens when you're successful with something. So there you go. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. So I want to follow up a little bit on the the Ohio State conversation from yesterday. Okay. Because you know, I think there were two different conversations there, and that got lost a little bit. Because my, my stance, it, you didn't like what the Big Ten did. My stance, I don't care what the Big Ten do, does, but that's going to be up to the playoff committee to make the right decision. Yeah. Whatever that is. And... You know, I think that's where, if there's anger over how this plays out, that's where you need to focus it, because you know they're the ones who are going to be comparing a six-win, a six-game season to an eleven-game season, and that's where I'm kind of curious to see how. Because I think if if the committee is the one that is going to say, you know what, uh, I don't think so. I don't think Ohio State's number four this week.
4: Yeah, like I, I I don't think that they're gonna have any kind of. uh, I I don't think they're gonna have a big gripe if they don't make the playoff. I I won't feel bad for them, and I know well they're an undefeated uh, power five team, but I mean, they they just don't have the resume of a team that I could say well that should be a playoff team. They've literally played Cincinnati's schedule, so if you're gonna say well Cincinnati didn't play enough of a schedule. Well, all you got to do is switch the helmets on Cincinnati and Ohio State. And now Cincinnati's good enough. Like that doesn't, that doesn't work. Yeah. So if they, if they say, listen, you just don't have enough of a resume to make the playoff. Okay. I, it doesn't bother me a bit. I'm not going to cry any tears for Ohio State. That's what the Big Ten gets for waiting so late in the game to say, you know, we're going to play. Just like USC, who's going to have four games. I'm not going to listen to any bitching from them either. Like, and... If Ohio State can get in, why shouldn't USC have just as much of a complaint? Like, if you're saying, oh, well, an undefeated Ohio State team is good enough to be in, why shouldn't an undefeated USC team be good enough to get in, even over a one-loss Clemson? At some point, you have to take into account that some teams played enough games and built a big enough resume to warrant inclusion.
2: Yeah, and I, I still go back to, you know, if you really want to be in there, schedule Aggie or... You know, go get some team out of conference that's really good and get that win. And if you do that, and, yeah, there's there's some other stuff, too, and there's a lot of reasons why I, I would argue against – I'm not arguing against the Big Ten's decision. I think they did what they thought was right. And I think people thought that, meant I thought, oh, Ohio State should get in. Uh, no, I think they're one of the two best teams in the Big Ten, and that's fine. But when you're the committee, you have to look at the Big Ten schedule. And part of what you said, okay, they were late to the party. They weren't even going to have a season. Yeah. It's like okay, well, we'll start up, and then you know they came up with a stupid six game rule, which they should have just said, "Look, let's just play, and then we'll do the best we can." Um, so, to me, I have no problem with the committee saying, "You know what, you guys didn't play enough games, and you don't have enough data points." Sorry, yeah, and, and that, but that'll be on them. If they don't, then I think they're the ones who are open to criticism, not so much the Big Ten.
1: I don't know if y'all think this is going to make a difference, but the Iowa AD recused himself from the vote yesterday for the Big Ten because he is on the playoff committee. So he's in that room with those people who are going to be deciding at the very end. And it, I feel like it could either be a, yeah, you got to get one of the Big Ten guys in, come on. Or it could be, man, they changed the rules for these guys. Screw them.
4: No, I, I do think there's it's it's a different conversation over, should Ohio State play for the Big Ten? Like um, I'm talking about amongst Big Ten ADs. Should Ohio State play for the Big Ten championship? I think most Big Ten ADs, if they took a vote, would say, no. You gave us these rules. This is what we're playing by. Indiana and Northwestern play for the Big Ten title. I think every Big Ten AD, if asked, okay, should Ohio State be in the playoff? Every one of those ADs will say, yes, they should. But you
2: can't have one without the other. Cause you can't not let them play for your title and your conference and then have them in there. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know that people, I, I frankly disagree with you that every AD would say, Oh no, don't put them in there. Um, because if you have Northwestern and Indiana, you have no shot of getting a team in the playoff period. And guess what? They want money. Yeah. And so if I'm the Iowa ID, AD, I'm probably saying, Hey, yeah, let's, uh, let's do this. But, I think it, what, what the real issue is to me is is it's going to come down to the committee. And they've got to look at Ohio State's entire schedule. And, yes, I test they look pretty damn good. But they're also going to have, like, a week off every other week. Uh, they're not going to have to – they're not getting guys beat up the way Aggie did from having to play as many games as they did or Florida or any of the other teams in the conversation. And that's an advantage. So are you going to put them in because of that? I mean, to me, they—if they go out and, and beat Northwestern seventy to nothing, then maybe, you know, maybe they deserve that spot. I don't know, but I, I think it's going to be on the playoff committee, and I'm curious to see how that goes out, goes off. Uh, off, I mean. So, um, and I don't think Ohio State should be allowed to play for any championships. However, this falls squarely on the committee for not making this rule before the season started. I don't think that's on the committee to make those rules. I think it's on the committee to make those decisions and there's a big difference. You can't say, Oh, you have to play this many games, but in the conversations they have, they certainly can determine that. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that's why I think now this is who it's on. Whatever happens from here on out, it's on the committee. And, you know, I, I, I think, uh, and Ben says, hopefully Ohio state will get beat by Northwestern and Aggie gets into the playoffs.
4: Um, I don't I mean it's no guarantee. Yeah.
2: Although then do you put Northwestern in would be the question. I think I don't think that would happen.
4: Well, I, I mean I'd I'd like to hope not, but but you then you have to decide, well, if Northwestern beats Ohio State, is Northwestern's resume any less viable than Texas A and M's? Because they would have <laughs> beaten Ohio State. They'd I mean they'd be at that point they'd be 6 and 1 or they'd be 7 and 1 yeah. because they'll have to play Illinois this weekend. Right. What um, so would
2: be their second best win.
4: Wisconsin.
2: That's a pretty good win. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think what'll happen is they there. have a
4: bad loss cuz yeah. they lost at Michigan State. Yeah, that's not good. Not good. Yeah. They losing to Alabama
2: better than losing to Michigan State.
4: But yeah, they they they've got more they've got more wins over you know, even Semi-quality teams, like because Iowa's ranked, they were like ranked 16th, I think, 15th, 16th, and Northwestern beat them at, at Iowa, if I'm not mistaken. So they they've got some wins, but that is a bad loss. And obviously, I mean, a win over Ohio State, it's hard to argue. I mean, you could, you it's at least equal to Florida, right? At least, I think it's
2: ballpark. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're they're fairly comparable. Uh, and I guess it depends
4: on how you win. If, if it's last second, 48-45. And here's the other thing they avoid by putting in Northwestern over Aggie would be having two, two teams from the same conference. And really, it may end up being four teams from just two conferences if you do it that way. Right. And th- that would be a bad look, you know.
2: But guess what? Two conferences started on time. Yep. And they played as many games as they could. And and Blaine asked how many Ohio State cancellations were OSU's fault. Sucks for them if most if most were the does opponents' suck fault. For them, but. It does. Just like you know who else it sucks for. Uh, UH had how many cancellations? Yep. That they're not even going to be able to play anywhere near a full season. Now they also had, um, you know, now the last couple were their fault. But that's just that's unfortunate. And what are you going to do? It's not their fault that they got the rona. Yeah. Either let's you know it, But I was Wisconsin was one of them, right? Yeah. Um. But. Uh, <laughs> And it's so just a question, not an SEC fan or an A&M fan, which I'm guessing you're you're both. What happens to all the talk about SEC schedule always gives them a leg up on any other team, more talented NFL players, etc. what changes this year? What changes this year is you're not playing the crossover games uh, that you usually play. So we don't know how good the SEC no, is. we really don't know what it is this year.
4: And it makes the SEC looks weaker because of it because yeah,
2: yeah, there's no way of knowing because you know we don't get uh, we got Georgia Alabama and we got AM Florida, but
4: well, and we got Georgia Florida,
2: but we what we but you are going to have that anyway because they're in the same yeah division. I am talking about you are not you are not seeing these games where the top two teams are playing more than one on the other side. And I just think it, it when you when you look at it, and I I, I don't want to say the conference is down. They're still going to have the most players drafted, sure, but, but I but, don't think the teams are as good this year.
4: Well, I mean, obviously, like LSU is certainly even as bad as LSU is. They they're worse than what their expectations were. Everybody knew LSU would be down. I don't right. think anybody thought it'd be this down. Auburn below expectations. Tennessee below Way expectations.
2: Below expectations. People thought they were going to be. A they good thought team they this were show. back. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: even the Mississippi schools. I would say both of them expectations were greater than what they've given us. So I, I don't. It, it's it's not a season like normal. And you know me, Fred. Normally, I'm like the SEC is the best conference. Like, right. There's no need to have a discussion. They're the best conference this year. I don't know how great that conference is. I think Alabama's really, really good. Right. I think Florida's pretty good. I think A and M's pretty good. That might be the end of my list. I think Georgia's okay. I think they're good, not great.
2: Yeah, I don't think Georgia's as good this year. But I. But then you look at the ACC, and I think putting Notre Dame in there kind of changes the narrative a
4: little bit. It does because now you've got two teams from a conference where you say who's we talked about this yesterday or the day before who's the third best team in the ACC it's like North Carolina or North Carolina no, State? Miami probably you know what it, take a look at, at who Miami's played it's it's literally like they've run into every possible backup quarterback they could have yeah like they, that team but they're still a top 10 so you know but are they one of the 10 best teams in the country I don't think so but and yeah. I you know what? I don't think
2: they're better than say Oklahoma by any stretch
4: uh, no, I don't think so either. Here, here's here's something we're going to find out this weekend. Miami's going to play North Carolina. Yeah. And it's going to be by far, by far the best offense they've seen. Except for Clemson. Uh, well, yeah, except for Clemson who put 42 up on them and right. pulled their pants down. But it'll be the, the best offense they've seen outside of Clemson. I, I'm not convinced that things are going to go. Manny Diaz? Manny Diaz isn't convinced things are going to go well because he's like – yeah, we may need to have some extra guys out on the field this week. It may we, we may run into some problems. He's going to face the the best one two punch of running backs he's seen all year, including Clemson. I, I mean, this is a this North Carolina team can score now. They suck on defense, but is Miami's offense? Are they going to put up up you know no. forty five fifty? I don't. I don't. It's not a guarantee. Certainly. Well,
2: if you wanted to bet on that, you would go to my bookie. Boom, and that's a great place to do it. You can bet the game tonight. I like the under, by the way. Uh, all on mybookie.ag. And, man, if you want to play parlays, if you want to do live betting, I've been loving the live betting. This has been uh, a game changer because you get in there and and you you pick a team and they get off to a crappy start and you still think they're the better team. You can go in there and bet on them and get a better price, and guess what? They come back. And uh, the easy deposits and withdrawals, too. That's a a great thing about mybookie. Tons of options to get in on the action. And if you join today, they're going to match your first deposit 50%. Enter promo code radio when signing up. To get your deposit match. Promo code radio. And everything you want to bet is there. You're into soccer, they got you covered. Like if you're listening to Glenn Davis and say, Man, I want to bet on all these soccer games. They got that covered. College football is, is starting to wind down. Got all that covered. Prop bets everywhere. It's it's a fun site to play on, and you can get in there and get some action. All you have to do is use promo code radio at mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag. You bet you win, they pay my bookie.
0: This is The Blitz on ESPN 975. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
2: And we're back on The Blitz. And there's days when our job doesn't suck, A.J. Like when? Like today. Yeah. <laughs>
4: better today than yesterday.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because uh, the guys from Casa do Brasil are here. It's a new Brazilian steakhouse. It's
4: As you know, my favorite style of restaurant. Exactly, like I'm. I'm all about the Brazil, the churrascaria,
2: and uh, um, they're they're right across the street from our offices. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, it, it. Well, I won't call it a problem. I mean, I'm I'm okay with just getting fat. Yeah, I mean that's okay. But uh, uh, they have, they're bringing us food here and setting up, and um, uh, they're brand new. So go check them out. How about this? All you can enjoy lunch salad bar, which I've got some here, full of cheeses, cured meats, countless vegetables. Seafood, soup, hot side dishes, crispy polenta, caramelized banana. Oh, I love it. Mashed potatoes, Brazilian cheese bread. More than forty different items. How about for twenty four fifty for lunch? Well how about that?
4: Luckily, it's walking distance. And uh and how about that? Oh, oh yeah. yes. Yeah. Come on, slice it up, Bubba. Yeah, there we go. So. He needs my tongs.
2: <laughs> so uh yeah, now we're getting the uh Oh yeah. We're getting my favorite part, which is the meat. So
4: Yeah, normally we've got they brought us a nice little salad plate, but truthfully, when I go to these places, I don't eat salad because all that's doing is filling up room. Right. Uh I I need more space for my meats. Awesome. Thank you, sir. It's oh delicious.
2: Ice. Ooh, that looks great.
1: All
0: right.
4: Okay. Yeah, use your tongs, friend. No, what, you, I- what are you? Uh, is this your first time? Uh you a rookie?
2: No what are you a I've, rookie? I'm a rookie at this place
4: well, well now you' know, now you're not uh but yeah oh, looks it good. looks like a, a really fantastic spot happy hour happy hour they do happy hour too, just like us from four to seven Guess who's never allowed to go to happy hour us but you guys can um they oh, nice. they they've got oh these drinks too the Caprina. i'm a Caprina guy uh i gotta make sure well, i gotta see what all their meats are what what all do we got here I see I, they've got lamb which I've got to have I'm a lamb man uh I'm a beef rib man and, Pork yeah. and
2: chicken oh yeah filet mignon and uh man the executive lunch with eight meats 2950 all right um you know that's that's I'm kind of glad I'm gonna be in the office more here after the uh, first of the year because now I can go to lunch over there oh yeah pretty much every day
4: well, you're going to be a millionaire, so you can buy my lunch over there. That's very nice of you. Very yeah, kind of. I, I
2: will every now and then.
4: And obviously a a, a fantastic wine list as well. Uh, and I, they've got, I think that's all the flavored caprinas. Oh, yeah. They've got mango habanero. I love mango habanero. I, I love margaritas mango habanero. I love these caprinas mango habanero. Uh, they've got passion fruit. And this one you're not going to like, but I do. The toasted coconut.
2: Yeah, I'm iffy on
4: coconut. I know. I'm it, not. It, it,
2: it has to be the right thing. Usually in a drink, I like it. Um, and if you uh, want to check them out, it, it's uh, Casa Do Brazil with an S, b r a s i l dot com. And they're at the corner of Sage and West Alabama, which is exactly a four minute walk.
4: Four minutes?
2: Yeah, because you got to go through the parking lot. It's on the other side of the parking lot. Okay, yeah, maybe it's four minutes. Yeah. It walk
1: probably- real slow. Well, probably on well, the no, way. Well, no, I don't want to get. I know that's at the end minutes. of the rainbow. It's taking me ninety seconds.
2: Yeah, it, it's no, it's more than that because you got to not get run over by the cars on Sage.
4: On the way back, you're slower because you're you're filled up with
1: meats. Yeah, so that's more of a waddle than a walk. Meats and alcohol
4: slow you down. That's true. And uh, live music every uh, Friday from six thirty to nine thirty. So uh, give them a call if you want 713-485-4575. Uh, if you're looking for a reservation, you're looking for uh, for a special place to take the lady. Um, this
2: this it's just a perfect date night thing.
4: Yeah, it is. Uh, well, maybe not a first date because no. honestly, I I make like I like I'm fine going with my wife because she's locked into me. But I I probably look like a disgusting monster when I go to these places because I'm just I'm there for I got a job to do when I'm there. I'm I'm there to put down meats. So, well, but
2: not everyone is a pig. So that's true. You know, there's people. I I. I mean, it, it's it, those it people. Looks, are,
4: those people are soft. Okay. So if, but it, once you're in a, a relationship that you're comfortable with her, then you can go, and she'd be like, "Oh my god," and just tell her, "Listen, I got to get some protein for these gains. Trying to, I'm trying to, uh, trying to get on the Swole team. I need some meat, some beef."
2: Yeah, I, I think I would just go for the ambiance and the great wine and the fact that they're bringing bringing you meat and okay. cutting it at All your right, table. Fine. That's going to show fine. off. You're going to show off to a woman. Fine. You
4: know, and just I, buy her like three or four of these caprinas. Yeah.
2: And that's all that's all it that matters because you get, she gets to the bottom of the third one. Oh, yeah. and you've had a nice night out. You're going to look good anyway.
4: And
1: you get the bottom of her.
4: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Where'd that come from? Come on, man. This is a classy joint. Oh, <sighs> how long you guys been open now? Six, Six weeks. weeks. Okay. New spot.
2: Yeah, this is great. So uh, go and check them out. And all the
4: old places, they probably have roaches. This new place, no roaches. Clean as a whistle, baby. And That's I, what I'm talking about. So if you've been going to some other place, I don't want to say for sure they've got roaches, but eh, they might. And if they don't, they might have rats. Casa do Brazil. No rats. No rats. Brand new spot, man. Brand new.
2: And uh I'll be giving you guys a full uh report on uh the whole plate here yep. when we go to break, which I think we should it's do. Right now because it's I'm time. I can't look at this it's anymore. Time.
4: What? <laughs> Why would you schedule me a read right here? Oh, you're a terrible producer. All right, fine. I'm going to tell you guys about TGS insurance. If you're looking for a way to save some money, uh, how about saving on your homeowner's insurance? Great way to start, my man. It's so simple. And I saved, listen, I saved over $1,000 a year on my homeowner's insurance. You guys are leaving that meat hanging around, right? Y'all aren't taking off with it. Okay, good. That's what I wanted to hear. Uh, But I I saved over $1,000. Graham down the hall saved $2,600 a year on his homeowner's insurance. It, why would you why would you keep paying more than you have to tgs will get you out of your old contract they'll get you uh you refunded on your old policy so you can start saving money today so simple text the word money to 232323 they're going to reply back and say hey what's your address you send that 15 seconds or less they're going to send you a quote a firm quote with excellent coverage uh you want to add a little you can add a little you, i mean you you can do that you want flood insurance you can get flood insured they they do it all but, guys, check them out. Text the word money to 232323. Start
0: saving right now with TGS. I'm the bad guy. Duh. I'm the bad guy. Warning, warning. You're listening to ESPN 97.5.